Do you wanna play a game? Do you like scary movies? Do you wanna eat some brains? Is your chainsaw arm groovy? How bloodthirsty could a talking plant be? Eat your liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. Come play with us forever, cause down here we all float. I never drink wine, so you're gonna need a bigger boat. Or a throat to choke, whether you're in the prim or dairy. Got red rum where your blood from, put your dead son in a cemetery. It's him or carry, be very afraid. You'll be our number one fan and get carried away. All working, no play, you know it always means you're in trouble, son. I came to chew gum and kick ass and I'm all out of bubble gum. What if Quint killed Jaws' his father? What if the Bob's body was marijuana? What if the leprechaun got a job as a bank guard? What if the Wolfman had a cowbell instead of Every Nars? scary movie made since Oscar Wilde was writing letters Had canon to watch them all and tell you how to make them better So put your earbuds in and forget what you're planning It's time to take our heads and shoot them out of a cannon 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 Welcome to Head Cannon. Tonight we have a very special guest, a dear friend of ours from way back, way, way back, Mr. Adam Nahas. How are you doing this evening? I am very good this evening. I've had a very busy day and very excited to see you guys. It's been so long and, and uh, it's the holidays, right? So uh, I felt uh, I felt like today's conversation worked on a lot of different levels. It's like bringing family back together and <laughs> dealing with some dark times all at the same time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to I'm going to turn this episode right around and, and I'll pro I think I'll release it like the Wednesday after Christmas. So we'll have a Christmas episode right before Christmas and then this episode right after Christmas. So cool. Cool. So, yeah. but uh, how are you doing, Brent? What have you been up to? Oh, not a whole lot. Uh, didn't get much sleep last night. Got a new puppy. Oh, nice. a new puppy's like having a baby. Wait, like the... It's like actually having, oh. it's like having, it's a baby dog, but I mean, it's like having like a baby person. Like you have to like get up in the middle of the night and take it out. I thought, I thought you said your puppy was like having a baby. And I was like, wait a minute. What? Yeah. Puppies having puppies, man. It's a big problem here. <laughs> so what's the, do you have a name yet? Is it named? Yeah. It, its name is Luna. 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 That's a good it's dog. Nice. Name. Yeah. yeah it's nice. a cool dog. It's, I've never had a puppy before. So it's, it's, it's cool. Nice. It was like, yes. Yeah, so, so we were like, we put it in like an octagon. I built like constructed like an octagon at a bit. I bought like one long baby gate. <laughs> It's like a Jacob's Ladder looking I, baby. My mind went to the octagon. I went Hell into yeah. like puppy versus puppy carnage. <laughs> yeah. Only Her one comes out alive. Put little gloves on with just their fingers showing, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. And it's like, it's not very heavy. So like the dog gets up on, the, the puppy gets up on it and then like walks and like pushes the octagon. So, <laughs> so it's like, it's like training or something like it's like a prison yard in this little like gray. And it's gray. This like gray circle. <laughs> I mean, we gotta. We need to fence off the, like, I don't know, maybe three feet away from our house. Because in our backyard, we've got we've got chickens and ducks, which I've talked about. Um, but oh, cool. But during the day, they just like free range in the yard. We basically like let them out when the sun comes up, and then put them back in their pen when the sun goes down, and. But these fucking chickens, man, they keep like they they keep pecking at the ground right around the house. So they're like digging our house up 
And they also, they like, they like to hang out on and around the air conditioner and dig around the air conditioner. And like, I'll go out there and there'll be three chickens just like sitting on the air conditioner, shitting on it. And I'm like, Hey, fuck off chickens. Get out of here. It's like uh, Andy Dufresne, just slow, systematic <laughs> failure, just slowly yeah. just etching away at the foundation. Yeah, and eventually yeah. they're just going to escape. <laughs> just, <laughs> Into the house, though. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that like, that's like a movie, is that Chicken Run? Is that the plot of that kid's movie? <laughs> oh, I, think, <laughs> I think you're right, you yeah. That one? I never saw it. But, <laughs> I don't know. but how's, uh, how's your, your baby doing, Nahas? Yeah, oh, she's great. Yeah, so Penelope, uh, almost two, coming up in February. Uh, she is uh, similar to a puppy. Um, she is, <laughs> yeah. she's, she, well, in so many ways, uh, you know, she's a lot to lot to take care of. I mean, you guys were both parents long before I was, but uh, I'm kind of going through that kind of initial shock still of uh, the first. Uh, but, uh, dude, she, she's opening doors. She's getting into drawers. Uh, I've had to like baby proof so much of the house just cause it's like, Oh, you can't get into that. Oh, you can't get into that. Everything that's like three feet off the ground is now no longer on the ground. They're on the highest shelves with nothing on the lowest shelves. Like if you were, you know, vertically challenged in my house, you'd feel like it was an empty condo. But you know, once you get up <laughs> over four feet, it's just like a pack rat seven, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, so that's kind of a strange uh living uh, environment that i'm in but um oh, yeah she's she's in daycare now so we're all of a sudden have to worry about all the other germs like that she would be getting you know through most of covid everybody was you know social distancing uh but we've had her in daycare about six months and i feel like every month it's like some new thing uh you guys know about like the what is it hand and foot that's, yeah. a, that's a thing hand so, the, so she had that she had yeah. some kind of like rosacea is like called rogenario or something and she had like red all over her shit um like i didn't know about any of this stuff you know and i even i like read the baby books but like they don't say uh, that some some of this medical stuff you know that just comes it's like oh and you know it's like some people like oh that's natural it's not a big deal like is she supposed to be covered in 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 rash it's like okay i'm supposed to be calmed by this i guess but um but yeah it's really jarring you know and it's like the first time it happens to you i guess but but yeah man she's saying and you you wash you wash like that little bit no no go ahead go ahead if you watch that like little bit of umbilical cord just like rot off your baby for a while. Oh yeah, that was a weird moment. That yeah. was. I wasn't even sure. Uh, I think the weirdest part, if we go back to like the childbirthing thing, was the head shape. You I know, know, like when when a kid first you know out. enters the world. I was not expecting that. <laughs> I thought you know it was all the same. I just always I always thought oh well the head is you know the biggest part of the baby so that's why it's so hard. No, it's like the head like has to become like a Pillsbury dough. Oh yeah, know. it's right. like the way you're about the tube. About. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, <laughs> what is happening? And it you know and the the head shape is different for like a, a week or a month or whatever lucky <laughs> luck you end up getting. But um, yeah. but yeah, that was strange. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There, but there, anyway. Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, yeah, they're pretty like malleable when they first come out. You know? Right, right. <laughs> what if you could like... just like then kind of like form them a little bit more? <laughs> like, yeah, you know, I mean, I think when they're young, dude, they do, they do. Like I've seen, uh, and these are like you know, like foot binding when like people are like really young. Have you heard about that shit? Yeah, they, like no. like tie up feet and stuff like that so yeah like, like chinese uh, chinese foot binding yeah. yeah i think it's like a, chi- a chinese thing and 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 they do it young enough so that the bones don't break and they like bend 
person by the time they're done, like their feet have to be bound in order for them to work because their feet don't work like feet anymore. They work <laughs> like, you know, shriveled little donut, you know, like little, <laughs> little nubs, you know. Yeah. Well, and there are, there's, I would form, I would mold a kid's forearm and like put it in a, a, like a slim thing or, or like some sort of a cast thing, a baby, a baby's arm, you know, so that uh-huh. like they're really good at bowling later. That's like rookie of the year's like like main plot point. He's like, you remember that? Do you remember that? Like his arm was like in that cast. Oh, that's so right. That's right. He tried to let go. It was just like, yeah. right over the plate. He would have given his doctor like what is it? CRT. He remember he hit his doctor and the doctor said, "Oh, you're right." Loving. He like, like <laughs> he hit that dude in the face. Yes, he did. He did. Yeah, that's a lawsuit waiting to happen. He killed his doctor. <laughs> That's a different that movie. Be. Very different movie. <laughs> yeah, it just pans away real quick so you don't think about it. So on to his life and all the things he could achieve, not the death of the doctor that gave him this great <laughs> Well, no, and there's there's even, like, I read or I saw a video about a tribe somewhere. I don't know if it's in Africa or Papua New Guinea or some fucking place, but they, they put boards on the head of an infant and they, like, shape it. It's like a real, yeah. it's like a real life cone head. Like they shape yeah. it, they yeah. elongate it and like flatten it. And that's just. They do just, this to watermelons too, don't they? Yeah. Heart yeah. shapes. Heart <laughs> yeah. shapes and square shapes and all that. Stuff. Quick amendment. Yeah. To something I said. Yeah. I meant to say TBI. <laughs> I what said was CRT. Yeah, I didn't know what CRT was. I was like, ah, he knows. I don't need to know. The critical race theory thing. I don't know. Oh, that's. That. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was so so different. I just didn't make the connection. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh shit! Did you just fall off your chair? Yeah, he's out. Um, it's the, it's, oh, it's, it's the goat. It's Batman Marley from your past, Nehas. And oh, this, Marley? for this for this Christmas season, you're going to be visited by multiple ghosts to. To teach you a lesson. And oh, here comes one of the ghosts now. Oh my goodness. Uh, so th- oh, no. Yeah. So this, so this is Batman Marley. I'm out, motherfucker. Whoa. Oh, so Bat- Batman Marley. Oh shit. Is that is that from like my my is that like a legit thing? I guess so. It, there was. It's so weird you brought that up. Uh, when I moved from Bloomington or from Indianapolis to Bloomington, um, there was a handful of kids, and this was probably like fourth grade uh-huh. before I moved here. Um, and I, to this day, I still don't remember it, but they all used to call me Batman. And I have all these, like, I just went through them. And I, I even when Colin was in town, I started showing him all my childish shit. My mom gave me a whole bin of it. And I was like thumbing through. And no joke, man, I actually want to try to see if I can find it. No joke, there was uh, like five or six little piece the cheap pieces of paper with like uh crayons on it and 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 it, one of them i'm pretty sure says goodbye batman and he's on like a harley so i thought maybe like the batman marley thing was like a legit <laughs> like a you had, like seen these before at some point no that's wild that's, that's, a, a, that's a wild coincidence there's some sort of like a time continuum that's, that's awesome that's crazy but i think but i think specter in here yeah but Nehas, well, Nehas, Nehas, Adam, how are you doing Boy. Hello, hello. Oh, it's another Christmas I'm spirit. I'm here tonight representing the ghost of Christmas capitalism, or if it's easier, Christmas presents. Oh, presents. <laughs> um, <laughs> gifts, gifts, 
Yes, in America, there's one thing we definitely do, and it's spend money on gifts. Oh, yeah. So I was the ghost. I asked uh, who called for to talk to you tonight about Christmas gifts. Yes. Yes. Um, Favorite gifts of all time, least favorite gifts of all time. There must be a good story there somewhere. For me, greatest... like personally? Yeah, well, sure. Yeah, yeah these, I mean, these are... That, that, that I've given or that I've received? Well, you know, as it is as a spirit, we have to walk forward and, and backward <laughs> through time. And first, yes. we're going to start by going back and looking at one of the best gifts you've ever received. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Does anything come to mind? Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, you these... know, I'm putting you on the spot here out of nowhere, but... Um, I always really loved when I got Legos, even like as an adult, man, like I love, <laughs> and you guys know me, like I'm kind of like OCD and everything that's got, sometimes has to be in its right what place or I lose said, my shit. Did somebody give you like a Death Star or something? What was it? It was, um, it was, it was just like a normal, I don't think it was like one of the like licensed sets or anything, but it was, it, it was like a handful of like autos, it was cars and stuff like that. And it had these certain pieces in it that an, uh, allowed you to um, place blocks like on an, uh, a circular uh, angle. And, and I feel like a lot of the blocks are very square and rounded. And right. so I started actually using them to make these like hover motorcycles and stuff like that. I was a true Lego maniac. I did not uh, follow <laughs> the, their rules, but I liked the way that everything nicely connected together. But um, um, I do remember having some of the uh, like Ninja Turtle um um uh toys as a kid those were probably one of my favorites and it had like the car that came with it and um um some of the ghostbusters uh life fi- or like figurines and stuff like oh, that sure. those were probably sure. childhood favorites one of my like favorite worst gifts that's, that's <laughs> kind of on the border was uh, my uncle at one point he was he's like one of those guys i love him to death uh, uncle david he's one of those guys that gets your gifts like at a flea market or at a garage <laughs> oh, yeah 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 keep going yeah. And, and he gave me a uh piano necktie um, oh, you know, uh, made famous you uh, play. Mugatu, way, I believe. You play it the way yeah, you, you could, it. well, you could play it if what I got wasn't a broken version of that. So the oh. the, the the thing that made it the worst was I was actually really excited. I was like, oh, okay, it's like a joke. Like I can play with it and like maybe go to church and be like, you know. But it was it was broken. So it was just this heavy tie with a big chunk of plastic in it that didn't do anything. And I was actually really careful to like see if I could get like, get batteries in it. Maybe just need batteries. But no, no, I went through this whole process of trying to get something fixed that was just broken and it just was a tie with like a big weighted piece of plastic in it. I gotta tell you, was filled as, with the disappointment. Spirit, as the first spirit, I couldn't be happier to travel back in time and see the moment you received a broken piano key necktie. I mean, and, and you know, as as a father and an uncle, I, you know, I have I have a friend, uh, you know, I, I'm going to get into details, but I have a friend who uh, had an uncle who did a similar thing where he would just give you the most odd out of nowhere shit like sometimes he'd give you a toy that was like a, a play set for like a two-year-old with like bells and twisty things and you'd just be like the shit is this <laughs> but kind of the fun of it was every year you were like what's he gonna do this year it could be <laughs> and so he set the bar like nowhere i mean there was 
was no bar, so like every year it's a package came and it had his uncle's name on it. We were like, oh. So I think the fun, mystery package. Yeah, it was the, the fun was just opening the box up, you know, and yeah. seeing that amazing thing, you know. <laughs> Oh, that's the, the origin story of the ghost of Christmas presents. Of the, yeah, yeah, the ghost right. of Christmas yeah. capitalism, yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and just as a final little thing, and then I'll bug out of here. I don't, I don't know how much time you're doing or what you're doing, but uh, I tell you, one of my favorite things when I was a history teacher, and I always felt like somehow it was tied into just buying stuff or getting kids not to complain, is, you know, every Christmas we always enjoy, or rather don't enjoy, like, clothing items. It's like a thing that happens. You know, when you're a parent, it's more like just to fill the tree to make it look like there's more shit under right, there. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, it's a parent and you eat meatloaf and you <laughs> put bread in it. <laughs> so, like, in Iceland, they do the greatest thing on Earth, which is in Iceland, if you don't get clothing under the tree, they have this, like, fable of this gigantic Yule cat that's, like, the size of a panther that stalks the hillside. And it will come in the house and devour the children if they don't get, like, something under the tree. Oh, and Jesus. I used to teach this to my kids, and they'd be like, what is that about? And I'd be like, well, this way you got to give your kids, like, when you give them socks, they're like, oh, shit, socks. Great. But you I'm saved like, my yeah. life. <laughs> 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 so that way your kids don't complain about clothing. And I always loved that because I didn't know if it was just to shut up the kids or it was because, <laughs> like, the sock industry created it. But now that Big sock. Me, you know? The big sock industry. Yeah, you know, big sock. Big sock. Oh, man. Anyway, and Krampus. What a funny... I mean, and that's one of those great things. You guys are talking about Krampus, correct? Yeah, 2015's Krampus. Yeah, Ghost ghost of Christmas Capitalism. Yeah. Oh, man. Krampus is so fantastic, isn't he? I mean... Oh, yeah. And just... You know, because I used to do a whole deep dive when I taught into, like, Santa and Krampus and how he was just his, like, dirty little, like, minion that he had <laughs> next to him. You know, it's it's good stuff. I mean, what's... Yeah. what's Drag the children to hell. That's yeah, like, and beat, the beat them with a stick. Right. right, putting them in a bag and hitting them with a stick. Uh, Adam, you did, uh, did you do the festival this year? Yes, I thought I saw a picture maybe that it was going on, but I didn't know if you were involved. Yes, yes. I So I was involved with the or the Krampus organization uh, every year except the very first year. The very first year was the same year that I was, uh, you know, doing the Trained Eye Art Center, and, and uh, we were kind of getting it going when we were off the, the north end of the Beeline Trail. And then it came through that year, uh, on on the beeline, and I was like, "Oh my god, I got to be a part of this. This is awesome. This is everything I love. It's like it's like Christmas and, and Halloween and, and New Year's all wrapped into one, which was just awesome. So yeah, so year two up until this year, which was year ten, uh, I was an active member of the group. I was uh, uh, one of the actors that played one of the Krampus uh, characters, which we just now like this year broke the fourth wall and let people know kind of uh you know who was who and th- there were photos that were released about the people behind oh, the mask which was cool you dropped to do lego so to speak i mean you really flipped it on them they were used to squares and you made it yeah right. yeah, yeah flip, we did the round flip, we, mode. In the round. flip mode is the greatest so, um, but yeah but then we were involved with the uh the um stilts krampus the the krampus that's like really big at the end um so so i was involved in like both of 
both of those aspects of it uh, throughout the year, but there's like so many, there's like a hundred some volunteers that pull it all together. And this year was the, was the, the final uh, Krampus night that we're doing like the, the way that it's been set up, like the parade and the rampage and, you know, all the Christmas gifts you can buy, the merch tables, that, all that good stuff. Now, uh, as the ghost of Christmas capitalism, I have to ask, um, the Krampus on stilts, does he have insurance or coverage? I mean, oh yeah, actually, that's not, can, insurance is one of our guy, biggest can, costs. Uh, we, I mean, you guys, have you guys seen? I mean, have you guys been to it? Have you guys seen like there's like fire performers? I, I think one a couple years ago, like two, three years ago, my kid was young enough though we had to put the good sticker on it because he yeah, was yeah, the nice, the nice <laughs> sticker. That's right. So, and this, and this is in Blo- Bloomington. Like, what is this? So this is a, a Krampus festival in Bloomington, Indiana, for our listeners who may not be familiar. But I've seen I've seen pictures, but I have not been myself. Oh, it was a lot. Of, it's a lot of fun. I'm just I'm thinking like I could see a blooming Bloomingtonian on stilts volunteering his time to Krampus out, but um, you know you got to worry if he falls, like somebody's got to help. Something the guy. would happen, <laughs> right? Yeah, well, so so the outfit, like the body part, is what I built, and so um, the idea with it was we had these arms that reached out in front of him, so it kind of acted like a massive walker in front of him. It gave him an extra, you know, like holding point, um, but essentially it was like built in to the chest of the beast. So you know, his hands were, you know, the the uh, walker's hands were in front so of him, it, so like, he could kind of balance. Like uh-huh. Yeah, and yeah. Can... Well, he was standing upright, but he could kind of lean forward and he could put his weight a little bit on his hands which would then transpire down into the monster's hands which are like reaching forward like doing this kind of thing that's cool Um, creepier that way like yeah like those wheelers from wizard of oz you don't want to yeah yeah stuff they're terrifying but uh but yeah yeah so it was uh it was an awesome year this year to uh to be involved with it we had um like 10,000 people turn up, uh, no joke that uh, we, we actually like counted everything. Um, you know, and, and, the, there were like three different people who were counting and every, every, I think the lowest count that we got from someone was like 7,000, but he's like, I'm pretty sure like I missed like a third to be he honest. Well, they're like they're walking through the parade counting, oh, so no, there's a lot of distractions, but yeah. Hey, did you guys make a little money, little chip? Yeah, yeah. Like that, a racist that, that, um, we counted white people. <laughs> you got to bring it back bring it back um but uh yeah the the um the money that we make essentially kind of pays for the event we've got to raise about uh ten thousand dollars each uh a year to raise it and we get two or three of it from like local grants and stuff like that but the majority of it comes from people buying those naughty and nice stickers for like three right. bucks or four bucks i can't remember how much they were i get the satisfaction of scaring the shit out of bloomingtonians which is uh, <laughs> That's definitely worth a lot yeah oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> there's no price you can put on that i mean Right, and I've got the uh, I've got the suit now, so it's I've been uh, bequested the uh, the rights to the the outfit itself, which is cool. And so that's what I'm saying. Like I think maybe next year you might still see some Krampus roaming around. It might not be in their full glory, but I think uh, I think something will happen every year. Well, you know, I keep thinking about that capitalism side, man. I mean, maybe you get that Krampus outfit and do some kids parties, you know, make <laughs> yeah. some appearances. 
shake some yeah, kids down. The movie comes out, and then you know you kind of tank afterwards. But then you keep doing the kids' movies uh, or the kids' shows, <laughs> birthday parties, that kind of thing. Shit, man, you want to really capitalize on that, man? You got to outsource it. Get yourself some dumb, young, like you know, teenage kid to wear the crap. Teenage self pompous, yeah. Parties, and you give them a cut of it. Outsource yeah. it. <laughs> I mean, like, the fact is, Adam, yeah. I mean, Tim Krampus is what you're talking about. He's like the <laughs> the the Christmas daddy of Krampus time, of Krampus night. Kid I, You know, Adam. I mean, the fact of the matter is, is that you know, with this uh, this inflation nonsense and this uh, supply chain craziness, we, we got to spend our way out of it. There's just no way out of this other than spending money on everything. Yeah. So I hope uh, I hope you have an awesome Christmas, man, and uh, you know, I hope everybody enjoys their Christmas and. Uh, you know, if you're doing it the way I like it, I'll see you at the end with the Christmas future, right? When that bill comes. Yeah, that's <laughs> oh, no. right. That might be that's the one true. that puts yeah. the ground. You never know. <laughs> yeah, and I think that is exactly what happens. It's you, you end up seeing your epitaph right before you go, and then you're done. Yeah. <laughs> you so got to change you my so ways. Christmas, Christmas capitalist, I, I love you. <laughs> well, it's great seeing you guys. You too. Uh, yeah, Likewise, buddy. Hop off here because uh, I got some stuff I gotta get to. If that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll get talk to you it. later. <laughs> well, like, what the fuck? What is going on with these fucking Christmas ghosts? Jesus Christ. I think you're on. I think I think the the Batman ghost has put you on a journey tonight, Adam. Yeah. I, clearly, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. should have brought my utility belt. I would have been much more prepared. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Well, let's let's try to continue on with this episode. Uh, hopefully, yeah. we won't keep getting interrupted by these fucking ghosts yeah, but so worst. yeah so this movie so when when did you did you see this movie when it came out in a house what in 2015 yeah actually or? yeah I, I remember it, it coming out i saw it um in theaters which is uh i don't know it's one of those movies that i i probably wouldn't have been like super public like gotta see it in theaters but i think it was coming around around the same time we were doing a you know krampus parade and and you know it's you know i think when because I was part of it, it was like, yeah, that's this is the time to check it out. But yeah, yeah, I think we got to see it while it was still in theaters, and I think I've seen it a handful of times since. But it's uh, uh, it's one of those few uh, movies I think that qualify as both horror and comedy. I mean, all the actors that were in it, I think could uh, could uh, play both sides of the field, uh, so to speak. Um, yeah. You know, Tony Collette's been in all kinds of great comedies. She's and, so great. Uh, yeah. um, she commits Adam. so well to anything, man. Oh, she's, yeah. She's so amazing. She's, yeah. And um, and then, you know, was it Adam Scott? You know, I mean, you know, Parks and Rec, and he's done. I, I you know, I actually, I can't think uh, if he's done uh, any other, like, horror films, you know. Uh, I mean, you, I don't know. You guys might know probably better than I would, I but I think they, I think he did like a, like a similar in the same vein as this, like a Damien like movie. Huh? I mean, he's been a jerk in a lot of movies, but I don't <laughs> yeah. think he's ever I been like, that's kind of his, I feel like he's, he's a good, you know, jerk. And he's played the, he's played the, the uh, protagonist as well, you know, fairly yeah. well, like the, the love interest and, and, you know, uh, but, uh, but this is definitely, um, a new role for him to play, you know, the kind of all the suspenseful notes. I hadn't really ever seen him in the kind of that light, but, uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I just I thought it was a good one. You guys already had so many, you know, uh, great movies that were captured. And I was like, well, tis the season. I might yeah. as well pick Krampus. Yeah. You know, we just, we just finished it up and, and uh, yeah. No, that's great. And that, and that works perfect with the Krampus stuff you're doing in Bloomington. And we, we were just, we had, like, we already recorded one Christmas episode with John yeah, Colby, yeah. where we, we, like, 
we position Die Hard as like, is it a Christmas movie? Is it not? And is it a slasher movie? Is it not? Because I've heard arguments for both. Because it's not really a scary, like a horror movie, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I'd call it horror, but I definitely think it's a Christmas movie. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely, I, which I know is, uh, but I, uh, I I think I've, I've been kind of primed to it a little bit. Um, a friend of ours makes these uh, candles and uh, all the candles oh. have different holiday. Oh. Uh-oh. Oh, Uh-oh. shit. Oh, it's, no. It looks like another Christmas ghost has visited us. Oh, my gosh. Uh, oh, Jesus. Oh, God damn it. The fuck? Uh, oh. oh. The, fuck, oh the, the, fuck, the fuck Christmas ghost is this? Oh no! Oh, oh that's my a, god! Oh Jesus! Oh, we've got oh two ghosts at the same time! Oh, my oh, god. Yes. oh! Wait, wait! <laughs> in stereo. Wait your fucking turn, other ghosts! <laughs> oh Jesus! All right, well let's let's take the first. <laughs> oh Jesus! Oh no! It's a real traffic jam here in the northern it's regions. Okay. <laughs> that's right. That's. Right. Well, Christmas. It's, it's about that time, seven forty. You know, it's, I think it's a busy, uh, busy time. The witching are hour. Getting food. You know, they're getting done with some of their daily hauntings. Right, heading home. <laughs> yeah. So, what? Well, well, ghost of, of of youthful. What was it? Youth, youthful hopes. What What are you doing here? Ricola. You had such hopes and dreams. Oh. Brent, remember? Remember all your hopes and dreams you had? Oh, God. I do. Oh, no. My life is horrible. You were going to bring back vaudeville, remember? Oh, that's right. for the new generation. That's true. That's right. New vaudeville. the hats and everything. (laughs) New vaudeville, he called it. N-U. Vaudeville. Yeah. And Adam, remember... You are going to start Doctors Within Borders. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. A medical clinic inside every bookstore. Oh. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I figured while you're reading, you might as well get yourself checked out. Right. But, yeah. no, yeah. life got in the way. Yeah, might as, might as well have somebody fill your testicles while you're flipping through some Charles Dickens. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a great idea. Ooh, go on. Dickens with Dickens yeah. is what we used to call it. <laughs> Dickin with Dickens. What? Oh, Jesus. Where's, where's the Christmas the ghost, go? ghost of youthful? It's, I think he's trying to find some throat relief. I don't know. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Non drowsy. Non drowsy version. Remember all of the drugs and booze, guys? <laughs> remember how fun it was? I remember. I remember. Back before Barely. I was almost 40. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, oh, have, you, has, have, yeah. you, have you ever heard of vasectomies? <laughs> you dummies? I know Brent I, has. I know Brent I've heard has. about it. It was one of my daily words, I think. Yeah, I got a picture of Brent's. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> I, I, I sent pictures of mine out. Yeah. Oh, I'm not surprised. Yeah, ghost, ghost, what they do is they, they, they put a little, like, paper tarp over your junk, and they cut a hole in it, in your, in the, in the, well, in your junk and the, and the, and the tarp, 
and, and they stick it they stick the stuff out and that's what's poking out is what they're going to do surgery on right and i remember i took pictures of it and sent it to my friends <laughs> the affected areas yeah it, yeah the, i I have conversations with the ghosts of your manhood. <laughs> the ghosts of the yeah, they've got chests on Tuesdays. Yeah. Oh, no. I'll tell you what, daily, daily, I make, I make ghost babies. The ghosts of Santa Claus from November 13th. Oh, Jesus. Like, over by my bed over here, it's like a graveyard. It's like... It's a mass graveyard. <laughs> well, just because you guys turned into a couple of fucking dorks <coughs> doesn't mean that I didn't. Wait, wait. <laughs> now, wait a minute. I gotta go do some lines of horse tranquilizer with Jack Pallets. Oh, no. That sounds fucking badass. Later, losers. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Holy shit. That, that ghost, ghost was badass. Present of, wait, what was he? The ghost of my of youthful your youth, sadness? Your youthful hopes and dreams. Youthful hopes and dreams. Yeah. <sighs> Jesus. Oh, shit. Oh. And what's this other ghost here? You got ghosts piling up on ghosts, man. Yeah. I hear someone ice skating by, I think. Adam. Holy yes. shit. This might be too scary. Your ghosts are out of control, bro. Uh, I hate ice skates. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Ghost. Yeah. Ghosts of really being really cold. Screen was frozen for a second. Uh, oh Jesus. Adam, I don't know if you remember me, dude. Yeah. Todd Horner. <laughs> Todd Horner. Todd Horner. Ninth grade, man. Yeah. You remember we Whoa. we cut history class and we were gonna go down to Lake Monroe and do some ice fishing? That's and right. I was like, I'll meet you at the cemetery down there by Fairfax Beach. And guess oh. what? I went and I, you never showed. I think I've, I forgot. Oh. I think uh, oh, no. I think me me and Corey may have gone to the Incubus show that day. <laughs> it just came up. Oh, geez. I, you, I got really excited. You st- oh, I was there. I didn't know you stood up your friend. Well, what happened, Todd Horner? I didn't either. I, I think I just blacked out that whole conversation and had a great time. <laughs> the Incuba um, show was great. That sounds really nice. It was. It was great. I think Jay-Z was there. It was a special appearance. Uh, yeah, Jay-Z. Did they do some sweet encores, at least? I, at least one. I, yeah. I remember. We were up front. Yeah, hopefully... So. Hopefully, Todd Horner, hopefully you had as good a time as we did, even though Nahas didn't yeah. show up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, hope, I hope that you had fun. It looks what like you're still there and you got to still be enjoying it. No. Uh, pretty <laughs> much for me, this is all I saw. Um, so, uh, yeah. I sat here for a long time. Uh, a long time. Oh. And, uh. Ooh. Christ, I'm sorry. Christ, Nahas, I think you're responsible for this boy's death. I, I, here, I'm oh, gonna, no, I'm no, gonna, no, dude, don't I'm worry. Send a hard I sat here for a long time, you. but I eventually just ate some I... bad shrooms and died. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, no. Right there on the beach, huh? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they were, they were just over there. <laughs> you just found some shrooms in the woods? That's no, not a good call, Todd Horner. No, they looked okay, but they were not. Oh, man. Uh-oh. Oh, God. So I died like two years ago. Oh. Wow. Back when you guys were both in ninth grade two years ago. 
Yeah, I've been sitting out a long two years. I think it, time doesn't work the same way for them. For for Todd Horner. Yeah, that's bro. what I wanted to tell you about. Like, well, it wasn't. It was Tord Tord Horner. Uh, what we used to call you back then? Yeah, everybody called me Toad in the Corner, which was Toad in the Corner. That's right. Yeah, yeah, because you were on a, a stool. It's like it's like the anti frog and toter friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I you know I I thought it was I thought it was maybe like the the British breakfast toad in a hole, right? Where they just put an egg oh, yeah. and some toast. Uh, yeah, I got that one a lot too. Yeah, that, wait, that's called like chicken in a basket or something like that, right? Uh, there's probably lots of names for it. Toad right, in the right. That's so like pita pita bread with the toad in the corner. Yeah, uh, that sounds hey, really good. Bottom of a pita. Oh, yeah. I could go for that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey, I could go. Go. Is my time moving really weird? Like that's what I wanted to talk to you about. Oh, is that like you can't take it for granted, right? Because like life is pretty sweet, and then like you're just sitting out there, and it's a long sit, and then all of a sudden, boom gone oh no i don't want that shit to happen to you man no me neither that's good advice yeah yeah live each day like i don't know just don't take for granted what you've got and like hang on to those memories of incubus and things (laughs) like that yeah that's a good lesson you through life it's a good lesson for us all yeah jesus Jesus. Todd, well, what's it like in hell? Uh, I mean, it's looks pretty like much bay. like the outskirts of Bloomington, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. Well, well, Nahas, is there is there any what thing you want to say to your old friend Tom Horner before? Um, Todd man, you, you you are you're stellar. I just wanted to say you were stellar. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, man. You are, um, and um, you know, am- amber's the color of your energy, and I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. I think Three Eleven also played at that that show. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> did they open? Uh, yeah. Yeah, they did actually. I think. Oh my god, that's so stupid. <laughs> I wish I'd been that's, there. That's why. That's why. Oh wow, jeez. Yeah, I think the last concert that you and me went to was maybe Lynn. <laughs> that's definitely oh, yeah. in the 90s. Yeah, the concerts go out on. <laughs> oh, jeez. They sucked. <laughs> they weren't good. <laughs> uh, uh, Jesus. Well, well, thank you, Todd Horner, for, for your knowledge and, and for dropping that wisdom upon us. I, I feel like I've got a lot to think about this yeah. Christmas season. Yeah, thanks for like letting me come by. Now that I've got Skype in hell, it's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I think some of our our guests have equated Skype with hell. So yes, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's We've all had our struggles. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I mean this in the best possible way. I hope to not see any of you again. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like if you should wind up out here with me, that'd be okay too. Hopefully, you know if that happens, maybe we can just do some poison forest rooms together. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the thing is because like once you're out here, like this, you can eat whatever the fuck you want to, man. No, yeah. 
Yeah. Doesn't get any worse. I like that Todd. That's I like that Todd, Todd seems like a really nice guy, but he's in hell. <laughs> yeah. 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 You have to wonder like, why. <laughs> that's kind of how I feel, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Unfulfilled life. He's just got some things he's never got done. Uh, maybe it was a, a clerical error. <laughs> yeah, it was a clerical error. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, what a bummer. Oh, oh, oh shit. You see that? That was a cat. Where the where the fuck did Todd Horner go? It was the cat from uh, what Josh was talking about. The, you know, so no one gave that guy clothes the last two years. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that that folklore panther cat. From, yeah, it oh. was just like a, the miniature version. Oh, it Jesus looked like Christ! Like a small black cat. A <laughs> you know, after some of the ghosts we were visited by tonight, I wasn't expecting that. Just the ghost of a young boy that you accidentally <laughs> got killed. <laughs> yeah, it, it happens, I guess. Fare, farewell, farewell, toad in the corner. Oh, toad in the hole. The, the temperature just rose five more degrees. I oh. didn't remember I that I forgot him until he reminded me that I didn't know him. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So yeah, it's like it's like your your own Christmas Carol tonight. Yeah. I know. I know. I feel like I've got to you know open the Christmas windows and scream at uh, Christmas children and yell about getting Christmas turkeys and then things will be yeah. cool. <laughs> Nice. I've unscrewed my weights, my ways after today. <laughs> you, yeah, you'll like when, as soon as this dream is over, you'll wake up and be like, you'll open the door and be like, "You boy, what day is it?" <laughs> Fetch the Christmas turkey. Here's twelve shillings. <laughs> if you hurry, I'll give you five more. <laughs> nice. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, so moving on from the Christmas ghosts. Yeah. Uh, this mo- <laughs> okay. This movie, sure? I guess, well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't know. Right, right. Uh, but uh, this movie was a blast. I hadn't even heard of it before, I, which I don't know how. I feel like this is a movie I should have heard of with Adam Scott and then mm-hmm. Tony Collette. I mean, we talked about her in our Hereditary episode, but she's been in, like, that movie, The Sixth Sense, Knives Out, yeah. Little Miss Sunshine. Like, she's in some of my favorite movies, and she's yeah. always great every time. Um mm-hmm. And I can't wait to see her. She's in Guillermo del Toro's new movie, Nightmare Alley, which I think just came out. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing that. But yeah, this was, I, and I heard somebody uh, compared it to like uh, director Joe Dante's stuff, which he's the guy who directed the Gremlins movies. And I, oh. I and I feel like it had that same kind of like, it was like kind of scary and creepy and like, they didn't skimp on the special effects and everything looked super cool. It didn't look like childish or corny, but it was still like had a fun vibe the whole yeah. time. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I, I think love, they, did, they did that by having, uh, Oh, go ahead. Oh, um, David, uh, Co- um, Kochner? Co- I think Kochner? Is that right? I think so. Yeah. Sorry. I've never said it out loud before. Yeah. I love his character. He's like, he's like the new, cousin eddie from like the christmas vacation movie, yeah. You know? yeah yeah it's so cool and I, i've always loved everything that guy's done he's, he's so funny and just like his his whole like i don't know just he pulls up in just like this humvee or like lucinda like military vehicle even. <laughs> yeah lucinda yeah yeah he just has like guns and shit like i don't know that's cool <laughs> and he's, he's so he's such a great like crass actor i remember 
one of the lines from the movie was uh, like he, he was visibly turned off by the, the, the family cooking, you know, he wasn't happy with it. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and there was a moment where uh, he's like, you know, oh, what are we going to eat? You know, cause they're in this peril they're the power's out and they don't have any, can't get to the grocery store. And, uh, and he asked T- Tony Collette's characters like, well, what are we going to be e- eating? And she's like, well, there's leftovers. And he goes, well, here it is. And I thought that was <laughs> a, a great, great uh, asshole move to just be like, well, I'm not eating that shit. Right. But, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that guy, and he. Yeah, but as soon as the kids go missing, man, like he's like on board, to, like fuck shit up, like. Yeah. yeah. Lock and load. <laughs> Racking the shotgun. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, which is a great. I just thought it was a great character play of his because, like, the audience, you don't like him at first, you know, like the cousin Eddie from from Christmas Vacation, and then like they very seamlessly did like a change. Where, where he's then like someone you root for, or you're like, yes, yeah. he may, he's going to be a perfect addition to the team. Yeah. I think that's like every bald comedian ever. I mean, like, that's, uh, you guys remember like Hot Tub Time Machine? That was like the same character, <laughs> essentially, but played by a different bald actor who starts off as like the obnoxious, annoying, you know, friend who's just wanting to party and have a good time. And then by the end of it, you're like, Oh, I feel for you, man. Yeah. You know, like you, <laughs> right. you know life left, moved on and it left you behind. I'm sorry. But. Right. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, and that guy, uh, David Kochner, he always um he studied improv and stuff in Chicago and I know mm-hmm. he did stuff at IO. So anytime I would have classes or anything there, like they always had pictures of him on all the walls and like group mm-hmm. groups that he was in back when he was at IO. You know, yeah. So um but also, I thought it was interesting. This director, uh, before this movie, did a movie called Trick or Treat. Trick yeah, or Trick Treat. Treat. Yeah. Which I haven't seen, but I've I've read that it's like kind of a const or like a quintessential Halloween horror movie. Have you seen it, Nas? Yeah, I, if I'm remembering correctly, doesn't it? it it's like a, a lot of little stories, right? That make up one oh, larger like an, or am I thinking of something else like an anthology movie I don't know I haven't, yeah. I haven't seen it I haven't seen it so I don't know but I know he went on to do uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters this director mm-hmm. so after these movies they were like yeah we can trust you with a big budget like we'll give you we'll let you do this huge Godzilla movie yeah yeah so um it's it's all these i'm, I'm looking up uh, right now actually so i've got a little bit more yeah director michael michael doherty um but yeah it's all these different uh interwoven stories is what it says and it's talking about different halloween traditions that people do and then it kind of like uh i don't know the horror kind of sets in you know and you get further and further into uh, the stories i don't remember each story but i i remember there was one about like uh, this kid that was like uh, like a rag doll that used to chase people around, and then there were these like another story was about pumpkins that kind of uh, like I think ate you or something. But <laughs> I don't know. I'd have to rewatch it again. But uh, but yeah, I think that was one of his first like horror movies, I guess. And then uh, but that was like what two thousand or ninety nine or two thousand one or something. I think uh, sometime early two thousands. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But, but yeah, no, that was good. And then I also like the, uh, and I knew she like, she's one of those actresses like you've seen in a bunch of stuff, but, uh, the, the Con- Conchata Farrell, whatever her name is, who I think she just passed away not too long ago, but Aunt Dorothy, who like her character was such a badass. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and I, I remember her from, she was one of like the suburban, um, like Stepford wife type moms. 
in Edward Scissorhands. So, oh, which which oh, cool. Yeah, which I once I looked that up, I was like, oh, I think that's really where I recognize her from is as like one of the women in Edward Scissorhands. Oh, oh was she that... like a weird religious lady? I think she or just one of like the real like real, real crazy moms. Um, she's not the, there's like, there's like the main one that has the crush on Edward Scissorhands and is like trying to seduce him. It's not that one. Um, but yeah, it's one of the other, I don't remember if she's the real religious one or not, but it's been a while since I've seen that movie, but yeah. yeah. Oh wait, I know who you're talking about. She was, um, she had the tiny little dog. She was the big one, right? She was the heavier. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. And then she plays in uh, two and a half men, right? She's she, like the yeah. yeah okay. Oh, I know who you're talking about now. Yeah, she, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I I it confused with like the grandma. Oh yeah, yeah. No, sorry. No, no. no, sorry. Yeah, no. This is yeah. No, no. Great. she is an Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, I like that actress. She's a good yeah. big part person. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, fun character actress. But, She's uh, great in two and a half men. Yeah. <laughs> but I like the um just the whole premise of this, like where they, you know, he tears up his letter and like the uh. I <laughs> like that Beth's boyfriend has a candy cane bong. Like they, they cut to him. <laughs> yeah. And then, but, uh, but so then he, ta- like his cousin finds his letter to Santa Claus and they're like giving him shit for it and he tears it up and then they go to sleep and they wake up the next morning and it's all like this frozen, like winter wonderland, you know? And I was like, I was like, Oh shit, here it goes. And as soon as, as soon as people started getting lost and getting taken, and dying uh i was like from the beginning almost i was like oh he's gonna he's gonna like wake up at some point and this is all gonna be a dream which which it kind of does but then it looks like it looks like there's kind of a twist ending where it looks like they're just they trapped, that really well trapped in the snow globe right mm-hmm. which is which is kind of like that uh what was that there's an old tv show in the 80s saint elsewhere where they they did that same ending it was like in the very last episode, it was this long running like soap opera or something. And at the very end, this boy's like shaking a snow globe and his dad is like, Oh, I love my autistic son, but I wonder like what he's thinking, like what's going on in that head of his. And he's like, come on boy. He's like, we've got to wash your hands for dinner. And he sets the snow globe down and they walk off. And then the camera zooms in and inside the snow globe is the hospital where the whole story takes place so so it's so it's like the idea is that like the whole tv show and all the characters and everything is like a fantasy that this autistic kid has is like concocting in his mind you know it's always like like donnie darko essentially that whole movie i think the plot twist of that was that it was all just in his head the whole time right right Right. yeah or that or that he had yeah it was all like a premonition he had or something it's been a long time since i've seen that one yeah. yeah Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, they do shit like, 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 um, home improvement. Like at the very last episode of that, like it just ends up <laughs> like Wilson the neighbor was never there. Oh really? A tool man Taylor looked like an insane person. <laughs> or like wasn't like Roseanne the same kind of way? Like didn't they like Roseanne like were like? Yeah, the or, like John Goodman's character was like. Yeah, the the last I think the last season that they did the last season was a dream because they like he in the second to last season John Goodman's character was like real sick I think had cancer or something and they're like oh he got better and we won the lottery and we're really rich now and that last that that last season 
was just them like being rich and going on cruises and yachts and like doing all this ridiculous shit. And it's like, uh, and then it was like, oh no, that season didn't actually happen. It was Roseanne's fantasy because John, because John Goodman had died. And it was like, yeah, just her fantasy of what that year was like. So. And then like, and then like you pan out of like the last episode of Gilligan's Island and it's just Gilligan with like seven like coconuts that he's drawn pictures on. <laughs> <laughs> like alone the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's just fucking a coconut. Ginger ginger is like much more worn off. Like, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> Too much like, friction. Oh my god, Gilligan. <laughs> but Yeah, like I mean, uh, you know, a lot of the Krampus uh, you know, it's like the, the they're supposed to be kind of the counterpart to Santa, but in this, like, Santa was also a Krampus in this, which was kind of interesting. I don't know if you guys remember, but he had like the horns and the red outfit and it, like, it was, it was different, you know? Um, you guys remember that part of the movie? Well, where so it was I, like I, I thought that was Krampus at the end. Was that supposed to be Santa Claus? I, well, Santa Claus, I mean, I don't know, like the Krampus, I think they kind of like merged them together in a way because like, in the traditional, you know, telling of it, the Krampus were like a group. They were like a race or like a, you know, like a group. But in this movie, they kind of like morph them together because he like he had like the red hood and he had the beard and the face. Yeah. But like traditionally, the Krampus were supposed to be like beasts that uh, Krampus or that that Santa Claus uh, controlled, you know, through yeah. you know the means of the the chains that binded you know them or the the horn that Rupert paid. So there's all these other um, traditional cultural elements to it that that weren't necessarily re- represented in the movie. But that's what I mean. It's like this one, I think, is what what made a difference. It was like the yin and yang of Santa. It's like Santa had his. It was like it was like a dark that, version of Santa. Yeah, it was like the yeah, and so like and that's kind of interesting too because I think a lot of people say, oh well, if you're good, Santa, the happy version, comes to visit you. But I think you know this was interesting. It's like well, maybe Santa visits everyone, but he becomes you know at naughty <laughs> right. kids like a Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde kind of thing. Uh, you know, uh, the Krampus when he enters the house of a naughty child, or mm. I don't know. When I like it, I I. I noticed at the end, like if you Google, or I don't know if you guys have seen like a goat's eyes, like they have, oh yeah, they have like they're like slits, yeah, but it's like squares or something. Yeah, it's they, like they a, have like rectangle pupils. That's like a horizontal yeah. rectangle, and that's and the 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 Krampus Christmas like Santa Claus creature at the end had goat pupil. Like his eyes looked like a goat's eyes, which I thought was cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But it was a cool design, and he had that long, creepy fucking tongue. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. But, but I like when um, Adam Scott's character goes out with David Kochner, like this generation's cousin Eddie, and they, you know, they he like saves his life. And I like when they get back to the house. He's like, uh, I just want to say I'm sorry for thinking you're a spineless dick all these years. <laughs> Which I thought was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, Hey, that little kid, the, the boy, he's in, he's also in one of my, fa- I think one of my favorite movies, and that's like with, uh, um, who's the guy that directed Iron Man? John Favreau? Uh, oh, John yeah. Favreau. Yeah, Chef. John Favreau. The movie Chef, have you guys seen that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John Favreau plays a, a, like, a, like a really 
really good shit. Oh yeah, I love that movie. Like a food truck. Yeah. Got John Leguizamo in it. It's, it. it's a good movie. Yeah. Oh, I might be confused. Wasn't he also in like a food truck documentary too? Yeah, there's there's a really good show on Netflix with um, Chef Roy Choi. Mm-hmm. The chef and, show, um, I think it's and they, they make. I think it's called the Chef Show. Yeah, and they make food. So really I haven't good. seen the movie The Chef, but I've seen the Chef's Show. Yeah, well, and, yeah. and I think no, I think what show. I think what happened was he was making the movie Chef, and this guy Roy Choi, who's a real chef, was like advising him on the movie. And John oh. John Favreau like fell in love with cooking and shit for real, and mm-hmm. so then he and this Roy yeah. Choi guy. Like just kept cooking and started this other like reality type show. Oh, cool! Yeah, yeah there's a good episode where they make like the famous like grilled cheese from the movie. They make it look mm. so good oh, yeah. in the movie. <laughs> they show you how to make it. It's 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 flipping amazing. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I made because uh, Roy Choi said in that show like hit like one of his favorite ways to make ramen. It's like reminiscent of when he was a child. He like makes ramen and then puts American cheese on it and an egg and some butter and some scallions, right? So I made myself a bowl of ramen that same exact way because it sounded really good. And I just I just tweeted out just being goofy. I was like, you know, I was like, uh, my one goal in life is to make Roy Choi proud of me. And he <laughs> he like he liked that tweet or commented or something. He was like, oh, he was like, oh, yeah, oh, cool, looks, looks, looks good. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that dude's a genius. But uh. But shit, man. But yeah, just the the design of like, especially when they get all the monsters in the house, like the Jack in the Box monster and the Teddy Bear monsters, and then when all the elves come in, like, and I love how they they genuinely look creepy, like the fucking Jack in the Box with the like the predator mouth that opens yeah. up, you know? The, what's that called? Bifurcating? Is yeah. That where they like come apart? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, bifurcated jaws. Yeah, yeah. And then and then there's one part where. He like falls through the ceiling and he's in the middle of the living room. And when the elves burst in the living room, he starts, he's like clapping, really excited that the elves are there to, it's, it's real creepy. It's really, for, it a, P, for a PG 13 movie, that's not like, I feel like you could watch it with the family and it's not too scary or gory for kids. That's but, right. It's a good, it, yeah, you're right. It's, it's not too scary. Yeah. There's like maybe one part where it's, it's, it's like a jump, a proper jump scare, but like, mm-hmm. It was good, yeah. Yeah. So I thought about showing my son. I think he would like it. Yeah, I, I told my uh, yeah my seven year old it might be too scary for him, but my other like my my daughters I you know I'll, pro- I'll probably watch it with them at some point. So, but uh, but yeah, yeah. Well, let's see. So before we get into head cannons, everything was there anything else you guys wanted to talk about this movie or any specific scenes or anything you wanted to bring up? Hmm. I mean, no. The stuff but... in the snow. It was cool. It was cool. Like. Like Adam Scott, like just sort of like saving his whole family, sacrificing himself in this very like graboid, like tremors, like in but in the snow kind of like thing. Right. Like they they, they tunnel under the snow and and there's like points where like he's like shooting at them and stuff. It, it, I don't know. It was, it was cool. Yeah. I liked it. No. Like, yeah. Real thought, suspenseful. It was. Yeah. It was really. It's it's just yeah. It walks. It's it has that good balance between like not being geared, you know, not being aimed at children, you know, entertaining adults, but also being accessible to children. I feel like, you know, yeah. yeah. So, but cool. Well, do you guys, do you want to go, go around and do, uh, do our head cannons for the movie here? 
I sure, can, yeah. I can go first, or if you guys have one ready to go, it's up to you. Uh, you guys go first. Let me kind of see how it's done, and then I'll, I'll sure. make sure. Because I think I've got one, but uh, but I'll, let me hear how you guys do yours. Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, they they the path. You want to go? Brent, you can go ahead and go. Blaze that trail. <laughs> yeah, so like in the end of the movie, like everything, just like kind of what we were talking about, it, it feels like it was all a dream or whatever. All right? And you get that cool like like scene also where like the parents are kind of remembering stuff. Yeah. Like perhaps like inner monologue or whatever. But I'm like I'm wiping that. I'm thinking that like just just like the real spirit of Christmas or whatever, like or what goes on behind the scenes during anybody's Christmas is that it was all just the parents. Right. <laughs> as simple as that. And like, <laughs> they they like the whole thing was set up by them. <laughs> yeah, that, that kid will never be bad again. <laughs> oh man, that's yeah. like he he fell asleep and they got like snow machines to start. <laughs> Dude, because seriously though, like they had like Kevin McAllister senior money. <laughs> that's true. You know, like, that's true. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they were, they, they were wealthy enough to orchestrate the entire thing. They were pretty well off. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And his room reflect the kid's room didn't reflect that at all. I thought because I, we've talked about this before on the podcast. We're like, I love, I love like kid rooms in movies because I'm always like, that would be an awesome room. They always like decorate it and like put the coolest toys in it. Like like a, he had he had a snowboard, but that was like it. Like you really didn't like get to know much about the kid and <laughs> the kid's personality. <laughs> nice. It's like an IKEA room. They're just like, yeah, we're filming. Right, it was like the example. It's an example room. Yeah, was like, in the, yeah. the example room studio was the room it was actually shot in. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, nice, nice. I dig it. Well, so so my head, and I apologize, my dog is flipping out. Like I said, I think I mentioned earlier in the podcast, or maybe it was before that, my dog is terrible. Oh, yeah. But uh, Hey, ladies, will you shut the dog up, please? Anyway, so. <laughs> His family doesn't know that he's actually. Like he's, he's actually American. American. Yeah. Got, I know. Don't tell wife. him. Don't tell him, guys. <laughs> no. Again, the secret. You're Even his name, Corey Jefferson, so British. It's a very yeah. British name. Very British name. Uh, cool, right? <laughs> cool, right? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so, so anyway, so my head cannon is, which I'm actually going to share this head cannon with my kids, um, is that this movie is actually a documentary. It's a real. It's a real thing that really happened and you know they all so they all get frozen in this winter wonderland and then they're all locked away in the Krampus's snow globe forever right so they're trapped in there forever including the dhl delivery man who who got frozen in his truck who was going to deliver the presents for my children but unfortunately he got frozen <laughs> in this snow globe. So despite the fact that I ordered all these presents for my children this Christmas, uh, they get they get nothing. You know, there's, yeah, no, there's no, nothing uh, I can do. But you get your refund because it, it wasn't delivered properly. So you, right. But you've got to go through the paperwork. got to go through and, the you know, process. Yeah. The in-store credit. Yeah. You know. and Christmas is already That's ruined. That's the real holiday nightmare right yeah. there. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Oh, can I share a scam I thought about? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> so Amazon, Amazon has this thing, and Krampus Kara's present to me. Mm. My wife's my wife's present to me was that um, I got an Amazon shopper. Okay. I'm terrible about buying clothes, 
but like my work clothes like are i'm not even kidding like they're like they're getting holes in them like my, my i'm a professional teacher you know and like my clothes are like starting to like just kind of fall apart like no joke i'm terrible at buying clothes amazon has a personal shopper where like mm-hmm. you, you fill in all your stats like what you like 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 uh, there's like example outfits you say yeah i like this or that so like my personal shopper like orders things for me and sends them to my house with like a box and like a like a receipt to like send a sticker receipt thing to like send it back like everything anything i don't like i send back and i keep what i want nice so i'm just gonna have it for a couple months just to like build just to like get some like work clothes and um uh, what i thought was well what's gonna stop me from saying like the package never arrived <laughs> Like, seriously, that they generally scan it in and take a photo of it on your porch. I was gone. After you took the photo, some fucking guy, like, grabbed my, my box. Somebody stole it, yeah. You just, Boom. You know, you just gotta, you gotta put a Krampus uniform on, or a, a, comp, a yeah. Krampus costume, and have yeah. somebody go up to your porch and actually take it, and have it on video, and be like, yeah. fucking some got, random Krampus. Yeah. Video, yeah. video surveillance. Yeah. Plus the Inquirer, I think, would give you a reward <laughs> for proof of Krampus. <laughs> yeah. so, you can capitalize that's the biggest scam. on this. You can, you've got the outfit. You can come take boxes come, off my porch. Come take Brent's I'm clothes. I'm seeing furry dollars right now falling from the sky. Little Krampus dollars. <laughs> yeah. Krampus bucks. Yep. Krampus bucks. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, Nas, did you did you have a, a head cannon you wanted to share, or? So my original head cannon was that uh, uh, the movie Pan's Labyrinth was actually a Krampus uh, tale, nice. the Spanish Krampus, because in the end he's luring this girl and the girl's um, baby, un, you know, unborn initially, but the but the the, the the princess and the prince, mm-hmm. uh, you know, of this underworld, or at least leading them down and putting them through all these tricks and these horrors to get get them to kind of claim their rightful place. But uh, in in you know that mythical Krampus land, uh, there was a, a tale that uh, the naughtiest of children, um, if you weren't eaten, you would actually become your own Krampus monster. And I I think. That was uh, the Pan's Labyrinth version, or the Spanish uh, Pan's Labyrinth. And you said, uh, what was was the director of that? Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro. Del Toro? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. It makes a lot of all the connections. That's good. <laughs> That's good. Just That's saying. Good. Just I like saying. it. Which and that and that Krampus monster would have been played by a uh, friend of the show, Doug Jones. Doug Jones. Doug Jones. Keeping yep. it real. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's that's the truth. Yeah, that's the truth. That's, that's the my head <laughs> Nice, I like it. Love it. I like it. Well, Nas, is there anything else you want to plug? You want to lead people to your website, or is there anything uh, anything you want to talk about at the moment? Uh, so show. I have to be careful about what I plug because there's some things I can't talk about. When when will this be released? Uh, like two, I think two weeks from now, right after Christmas. One, two, right after Christmas. Okay, so one thing I can plug. Um, Artist Alley has expanded into another new location. Uh, we are um, taking on media arts, actually, and I know 
you guys were kind of like one of the first groups of people we provided like uh, resources to. Um, over the pandemic, we were actually able to raise like twenty five, thirty thousand dollars for audio, video equipment, lighting, nice. sound, PA, that kind of stuff. So we have acquired a space behind Secretly Group um, on Third and Rogers in Bloomington. Do you guys know who the Secretly Group is? No, I don't. It's, it's a it's a conglomeration of multiple recording label companies. Check it out when you get a chance. Um, but uh, they have, I think, their uh, like one of their corporate offices at the front of the building. We we've moved into two rooms in the back that were rented out by a local uh, rental agency. But one room uh, we are turning into a media center. We're looking for artists that do uh, music or video or design, computer based create creative spaces essentially yeah. um, and so we've got about a space for like eight or nine uh, artists to do something like that in there and the plan is we're going to create different kind of scenes and setups for uh video shooting opportunities uh or photo shooting opportunities like headsets or interviews or you know uh small gatherings and we've got all these other mural locations too so we're kind of trying to supply bloomington with the tools needed to enhance uh the media arts and so the other room is going to be a community venue space so we're uh, our plan is to build it out as a combination classroom like for day programming and then at nighttime it's going to be musical or the theatrical programming putting on actual big events and so i think we can fit like a hundred people or something like that in the space so it's not super huge but it's like i think a, a good size for yeah. uh some live events to happen um and trying to maybe not fully fill the shoes of but what kind of rhinos was uh we're trying to kind of come back because there's a lot of venues in bloomington that have gone under since um covid so um yeah. you know Pair, players pub has fallen max's place and max's place a long time ago too but um so we're trying to see if we can't get something else going um there so uh that's probably the biggest thing uh, i'd plug um for new year's eve i believe we're doing a uh like a gathering if anybody wants to come nice. uh i believe it's from like 8 p.m till you know midnight 1 a.m we're have the new year's bash showing off the place uh music from local performers we'll have some food you nice. know be when, is, we'll have some drinks but is there yeah. a web a website or a facebook page or something people should go so, to uh you got to follow us on facebook um to kind of be in the loop we'll be putting out the event shortly um so uh artist alley on facebook or and it will be on the website too www.artistsandalley.com com and then i'm pretty sure uh that once we get it open we'll be creating a website just for this location uh so that you could rent out the space or or book appointments with the artists that we've got uh, out of the space for photography video music but right now we've got two people who are doing the sound engineering um we've got uh four people who do photography i've got a, a drone pilot who does like videography um and then um i'm talking to a screen printing person who does like t-shirts you know it's more graphic design and then uh there's a jeweler who does um uh like vlogs on how to make jewelry and stuff like that so you know video makers you know graphic designers audio video photography uh you know all these computer-based arts uh, is really kind of what we're hoping to adam to i like your headshots i'm on artists and alley's facebook your headshots <laughs> you see awesome. you see the one with the drill and he had coming at you yeah, with the camera? Was the best one. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like those. 
<laughs> yeah, my buddy Garrett, who's a photographer, he um, he did like free uh, headshots for our members just to kind of build his portfolio. And uh, it was a wonderful opportunity. A lot of the artists that were there used those headshots for their Facebook or their website or whatever else. And he was able to build out something kind of showing, you know, what he was able to do. So it was a win-win across the board. And we had another job, guy. Man. Uh, there's another guy who just came down too to do headshots, and he ended up doing some family shots. But he was—he's uh, interesting enough. Um, I gotta share his name with you. I think he's also a Corey. Um, but he um, so a British guy does horror. Um, what's it called? Horror. He's like a horror drag queen, um, and he's a photographer as well. Um, I need to find his name in here and share it with you. But. Um, Anyway, I'll, I'll send it to you at some point. But he does some really interesting stuff. You could get him to potentially uh, do a horror movie of his choosing. I'm sure he'd be interested. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, is your, is your art still up in uh, the Indy Airport? Yes. Uh, yeah, so at the Indy Airport, there are, let's see, three pieces that are still up. Although every time I go back, it's just been worn and worn. But that's part of it, you know. It's a public piece of artwork. But, uh, yeah, it's yeah. those... Uh, uh, I didn't design it. Uh, uh, let's see. Um, Ron Barron is the name of the artist who conceptualized the piece. And then um, it looks like three um, pieces of furniture that are made up out of suitcases. And they've been like assembled yeah. mm-hmm. to look like like a pile of suitcases. But one looks like a, you know, like a love seat. And one looks like a couch. And one looks like a, you know, like a recliner. Um, and there's all these little people that, you know, little figurines that are picking up their little luggage at yeah. the airport and hailing taxis and, you know, you know, saying hi to people and hugging them like they would if they yeah. just arrived. Um, but yeah, yeah I'll tell you what, Adam, I've had a great time. Like when I've flown in the past, just having like rum and cokes, and then like <laughs> just blabbing about like, like that I know that guy. I know the guy. <laughs> I know hey, the actually, dude, man. <laughs> so I, I'll tell you, next time you go, I've hidden my name on the piece. So there's uh, the oh. one that's like the park bench that only yeah. has like one seat, you know, seat back to it. If you look at the combination blocks, instead of having numericals, it has my initials. So, you know, it's like you switch it to like 812 or whatever. Um, Or actually, now that I'm thinking about it, it might not be the numericals. It might be under the handle where like your initials would be like get engraved on the in the center part, like between the two number locks. Mm -hmm. So I think it's it's somewhere around there. I mean, it's been like since before they opened that I did that. But yeah, I don't remember. Um, oh, one yeah. thing I am doing up in Indy, um, and maybe, you know, Brent, you're still you're still there, aren't you? You're kind of in the Indy Absolutely, area. yeah. Um, I've been going up there like once a week. I'm working on the Alfred Kinsey um, piece, um, and I can't, that's the thing I can't talk about too much, but um, <laughs> um, but yeah, there's a, there's a Kinsey sculpture uh, coming in at Bloomington, and uh, at some point maybe I'll, I'll let you take a peek before the grand unveiling. That'd be great. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, I've actually got some um, uh, photos on my phone I could send to you as well. But I would love to see that. Nothing's that better like, in person. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, that's, that's really cool. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, what else? Um, so, yeah, uh, uh, Kenzie thing, the new location. Um, I think I saw you shared some pictures or video or something of you, like, touching up the Star Trek Voyager Captain yeah, Janeway. Yeah. Janeway, Captain yeah. Janeway. Uh, so that was a fun project too. Uh, I think it was like 2018, 2019. Mm-hmm. Group of Star Trek uh, fanatics uh, uh, had been wanting to, and it had been talked about for years, but apparently 
the writer um, who create, came up with uh, Voyager was a graduate of Indiana University, and she wrote into the captain's uh, character that she was born in Bloomington mm-hmm. in the year 2336, I think. So uh, um, there were a handful of people that went on the cruise, and they said they're from Bloomington, and they are like, oh, the future birthplace of Janeway. And that kind of inspired them to be yeah. like, you know, we should put a, a statue up because, I mean, Captain Kirk's got one, right? Yeah. Uh, I think Spock's got or one. Shatner, uh, too, I think, uh, in Iowa or someplace. Yeah, in Iowa is Captain Kirk. I think in France there's uh, Jean-Luc Picard. Picard. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, so now they're talking about a Cisco one down like uh, in South New Orleans, I think. is nice. like uh, Captain Cisco was uh, – was, uh, which one was that? Um, Deep Space Nine. Oh, my Nine. Star Trek fans are going to give me a hard Deep time. Space what was it? Deep Space Nine. Deep Space Nine, thank you. Yeah, yeah DS9. Um, Speaking of so, a Cisco, they should have like a Zulu, like hanging off a train in San Francisco, you know, like a trolley. Like they should have one like that. Yeah, just attached. He's like the, the leader of the transportation service out there. At one point, Something I think like he was. That. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, cool. so yeah, so somebody vandalized it. You know, they took like a knife oh. or some hard piece of steel to her chest and like carved it up. That's fucked up. And so uh, yeah, it was really messed up. I mean, you know, it's like it's it's so. I think it's like one of the coolest things that there's a statue of like a you know fictional character, you know, uh, embodied by a real person. But you know, yeah. the, the the statue is not of the actress; it's of the character. Right. Um, right. But either did, way, did you um, personally go fix that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was the you personally uh, went out there and you, you touched that up. You fixed it. I was the project lead for the whole pro, the whole yeah, thing. Yeah. I was I worked with the sculptor on the original sculpt. I designed the limestone base. I was involved with literally every aspect of the the sculpture itself. I mean, there was a whole group other group of team that was focusing on fundraising and marketing and that kind of stuff. But my job, I mean, they were paying me to uh, you know build the sculpture. I was hired on as like Cyclops Studios, and uh, I was the yeah. project lead for it and the metal finisher. So so because I knew how to do the metal finishing. Um, you know, I actually had to go back and grind down all the areas, like the lowest areas of the carving uh-huh. and bring all the surface metal down, matching all of the, the sculpture, uh, uh, tool marks that the artist did. So I had to kind of re emulate that and bring the surface in a little bit and then re patina everything and re wax it and refinish it. Uh, and, and it took, um, I don't know, it was like a, uh, half a day or something like that, you know, but, um, Fuck that guy, man. To, yeah, 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 for sure. I hope Krampus drags his ass to hell. Yeah, for real. <laughs> uh, dude, actually yesterday somebody threw a brick through our window uh, at our second street spot. So 4am yesterday, yesterday at 4am, I get a call from one of our artists that who was like in the shop early getting set up. And it was like five in the morning and some guy like tried to break in or something. And the, on my artist, Gerald JW, he like ran out and like tackled this guy, called the cops, kept him subdued until the cops got there and they got him. Oh, and, no. uh, and so, you know, I get a call, you know, after I get the call from Gerald, I get a call from the Bloomington police department. Like, you know, do you want to press charges? And I was like, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I, I need to figure out the insurance to get a, you know, fix the window and, you know, it'd be nice if he had insurance and he could cover it. <laughs> right. But I don't know anything about the guy, you know. I think, it, <laughs> I don't know, I may have just been like some drunk dude. He could have been, I don't know, someone trying to steal something. I don't know. Right. Yeah, trying to I know nothing about this person. So. That's wild. Yeah, he's, he's naughty. He's a naughty guy. <laughs> you know, this year. Right. Yeah, definitely yeah, going definitely on that night. Another Krampus uh, <laughs> need to come out and get him. Yeah. Nice.
On next week's episode, we'll be discussing the 1975 film Jaws. So make sure you check out that movie. And as always, you can find us on social media on Facebook at Danger Explosion Presents Head Cannon, on Instagram at Head Cannon Pod. You can find us on Twitter at Horror Movie Pod, or follow along the subreddit r slash horror movie pod that's what's been good chat with you man it's been you know I'm, i miss you it's been uh it's yep. been too long yeah, likewise, and hopefully, hopefully you had a good time with the uh brent, brent had a... <laughs> oh now to share in the mistletoe that's right yeah yeah <laughs> this is coming your way bah! that's what my daughter does she goes bah! <laughs> nice yeah. oh man i miss those days i miss those days for yeah. Sure. yeah 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 i vaguely remember that. that's awesome yeah my daughter would do that too yeah bah! But well, and then one of my kids, I think it was my oldest, had a thing where she would like blow a kiss to every member of the family, and then would like blow a kiss down at herself too. <laughs> so she would like get everybody, which I always thought that was pretty funny. But um, but yeah, hopefully you enjoyed the uh, the Christmas Carol theme. Of Brent Brent had the idea of having like a bunch of Christmas ghosts show up for a Christmas episode. We thought it'd be pretty funny. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. I appreciate the the, the various ghosts and. Uh... I think I recognized two, three, maybe all three of those ghosts. So it yeah. was, uh, it was a little bit of a flashback there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was it a acid flashback. <laughs> yeah, it was Josh Holterman and then Mike Jeffers, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then we got um, Mookie Harris from Comedy Store. Yeah, no, no, it was great. Thank you guys so much for putting it on. It was a, it was yeah. an awesome surprise, and, and it's always great to see you guys. So. Um, yeah, I hope we can connect uh, sooner than later. Yeah, we'll yeah, for again. sure. Yeah, yeah. Thank, thanks for coming on, and, and thanks, everyone, for listening to Head Cannon. Ah! Ah!